Let's get it. Let's get it. You're tuned into Round of Attractive Friends. This is your host, L.A., a.k.a. the Love Ambassador, coming to you straight live and direct from the Jungle Studios. Well, the time has come once again to continue doing the Blues series. And today we're going to mix it up with a bit of Tennessee and Chicago. The artist of choice is Homesick James, who was born on April 30th, 1910, and passed away on the 13th of December, 2006. Good innings. Very, very good innings. Uh, he was known for the mastery of his sly guitar and recorded covers of Stones in My Passway and Homesick. He worked with his supposed cousin, Elmore James, and with Sonny Boy Williamson too. His birth name, well, no one really knows, but it's something like James William, John William Henderson, or James Williamson. Take your pick, mate. Um, anyway, he was born in Somerville, Tennessee, the son of Cordelia Henderson and Plez Williamson Rivers, who were both musicians. The year of his birth is uncertain. He stated he was born in 1905, 1910 or 1914, whilst Union Records give him 1924. Um, for those of you thinking that's a bit strange, that's not quite uncommon. I know with, um, at least even in Poland, uh, parts of Scotland with my grandparents' generation. Um, yeah, they just didn't keep records like, <laughs> like we do now. Little was known about his early life. He developed a self-taught style of slide guitar through playing at local dances in his teens. He claimed to play with Yank Ratchel, Sleepy John S, Blind Boy for Lot, Sonny Boy Williams of Two, and Big Joe Williams, among others, and to have been acquainted with the very famous Robert Johnson. He also claimed to be the older cousin of Elmore James, to have bought James's first guitar, and to have taught him how to play slide. Um, those of you don't who know who Elmore James is, uh, did a podcast on him, so you can check him out. However, some of his claims are unconfirmed. Um, in 1932, he re relocated to Chicago, Illinois, working with Horace Henderson's band at the Circle Inn and with pianist Jimmy Walker at the Square Deal Club. He made his first record for VCA in 1937, but this is also unconfirmed, and by 1938 he began to play with the electric guitar. His first known recordings in 1952 were for Chance Records, recording the tracks Lonesome Old Train and Homesick, which gave him his stage name. During the late 1940s and early 1950s, he worked with Sonny Boy Williams and Two, Elmore James, and in the early 1950s he worked in bands with uh, many people, including Snooky Pryor, Floyd James, and Lazy Bill Lucas. He was a member of Elmore James' band from 1955 to 1963, contributing to such tracks as The Famous Dust My Broom, Ironically It's My Ringtone on My Phone, The Sky's Crying, and Roll and Tumble. Elmore James is said to have died on Homesick's couch while he was frantically searching for the former's heart pills. Listen, listen to some more music, shall we?
As a solo performer, he recorded for the Cult USA label 1962, including a cover of the version Robert Johnson Crossroads, which is the song that you heard at the start of this podcast. His sly guitar style, not as refined as Elmore James, traces back to Johnson's. He also recorded a 1964 album for Prestige Records, Blues on Both Sides, including another of his best-known covers, Stones and My Passway, and some tracks for Vanguard, which are available on the compilation Chicago The Blues Today. Uh, I actually discovered him um, by semi-accident. I bought a compilation of Chicago Blues artists' vinyl, and he actually appeared on that. Um, one of his own songs, Gotta Move, also in Blues in the South Side, was covered by Elmore James and Fleetwood Mac. He is mentioned by name the 1980 song Fergus Sings a Blues by Scottish rock band Deacon Blue, with the lyric Homesick James, My Biggest Influence. Uh, like many other blues musicians, he cut a lot of, well, a decent amount of records uh, along uh, quite a significant period of time. I mean, if you look at uh, sort of 64, 72, 73, 76, 77, uh, and quite a few, every few years through the 90s. Um, so let's just check out one more piece. In the 1970s, he began playing at blues festivals, including some in Europe, often with Snooky Pryor, who he heard on the harmonica then. He continued to record for multiple labels, uh, and he eventually married Rose Miglia, an Italian immigrant who owned and operated Premier Blues Clubs. Rose's lounge on the west side of Chicago in the 1970s, they would remain married until his death, although he rarely saw her. Her son, Tony, is a well-known blues drummer in Chicago and Europe. Homesick was referred to by name the Deacon Blues, which we've already gone into. Uh, and he continued to play uh, on sort of the college campuses and perform well into his 90s. He performed both locally and internationally and was quite a staple at the well, blues festivals and, and whatnot. Uh, he stopped recording in 2004 and he died in 13th of December 2006 in Springfield, Missouri. Is buried back down in Tennessee of Covington. What appeals to me about Homesick James' uh, music is that his vocal tones are like really strained. You know, it's not like a clear cut like Lil Milton or, you know, like uh, Aretha Franklin or soul musician. Uh, artists where it's like this really strong, powerful, 
soul music voice like it's like this really strained wine almost in it and that's what kind of makes it more intriguing and his slide is is really very symbolic of what was really down in in the south and and probably honed in among the many juke joints that he traveled around america and around the world um, I really find his recordings in particular in the, the 70s, the ones he did with Snooky Pryor, really, really good. Uh, and look, like I said, if I can uh, get one person to listen to Homesick James and download it on Spotify and YouTube and become a fan and give the estate a bit of cash, then, well, happy days for promoting it. Um, once again, thank you for joining me on this wonderful series that I have great pleasure in doing. Uh, I'm going to leave you with a song of his called Careless Love. I tune into the next blues series and we'll see who we have. Let's jump when I said love with the guitar. When I said love with the guitar, you hit it right there. See? Like this. There you go.